remember every tries to go to different temples, worshipping the idols, offering them, you know, the fruits and flowers and I used to go around these idols and every time I used to think why these idols are dead, why the gods that I worship are dead. You know, I can't hear of any gods that are alive. But when I heard of Jesus Christ, he was not only dead, but he was alive. Amen. Amen. And there was a Muslim who came to know Lord Jesus Christ. And that Muslim was asked, you know, why do you follow Jesus? Why do you worship Jesus? And that Muslim brother said, gave an example saying that if you walk on a road and you come to the crossroad of that road and you don't know which direction to take, and there are two people over there, one is dead, one is alive, to whom you will go and ask, what is the right path to the one who is alive? And that's what I'm doing. Amen. I'm following Jesus Christ who has risen from the dead. You know, talking about Jesus rising from the dead, you know, I was thinking about the disciples. Think about the disciples. When Jesus was with the disciples, you know, time and again, he mentioned to them that he's going to die and he's going to rise again. He's going to die and he's going to rise again. Many occasions, Jesus told them about it. But when he died on the cross, they forgot all that Jesus had said. They forgot all that Jesus had said. You know, I wonder if one of them or some of them would have remembered, I'm sure they would have pitched their tent right to the tomb, you know, waiting for Jesus to rise again, waiting to see that occasion, you know, Jesus rising from the dead. But they completely forgot and they were in a place, you know, where they were confused, they were filled with fear, don't know what's going to happen in the future. And there was that uncertainty. Many times in our lives it happens. You know, we have the promises of God that God has promised us that he will deliver us from all our trouble. He will provide all our need. He will heal our sickness. He will do wonders. And when we go through that situation in our life, difficult situation in our life, all the promises of God, as if it looks like it's gone out of window, we just forget about it. As the disciples forget about what, forgot about what Jesus had told them. Something that we can learn through that. Talking about the resurrection of Jesus, what does resurrection of Jesus gives us or what do we benefit from it? You know, hope. Hope. In this world with all that is going on, with the walls, and the pandemic and everything that is going on in the lives of people, people are hoping that something will good, something good will happen. You know, I was reading the Bible and in the Bible we see that when Moses died, 
there was again a period of uncertainty because Moses was dead and Joshua was going to take up the leadership, but they were not sure what will happen. And God had to tell Joshua, you know, be of good courage, be strong for I'm with you. Then when King Uzziah died, again in the time of Isaiah, there was that uncertainty. And God had to speak to, you know, Isaiah saying that, showing him the glory and showing that God is with the people of Israel. And whenever there are leaders who die and, you know, there is that period of uncertainty and it looked like as if in, in the time of Jesus, when Jesus died, it looked like as if everything is finished. But praise God, Jesus Christ rose again from the dead on the third day. You know, the scripture says, trying to work out, yeah. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, you're still in your sins. Just think about this. It says, Paul is saying, and if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. It is futile that you are here meeting together to worship God. And the scripture says, you're still in your sins. Because Jesus rose from the dead, you're set free from the sin. And then, the word of God says, in 1 Corinthians 6, 14, and God both raised up the Lord and will also raise up by his power. Amen. So God raised up Jesus Christ and he will also raise you up by his power. You know, we have this hope and also hope for eternity. You know, the scripture says in John 14 verse 1 to 2, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have not told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Because Jesus rose from the dead, he's gone there to prepare a place for you. If you are living in a rented house or a house that is on mortgage, the good news is this, you don't have to pay any mortgage or rent over there. You don't have to pay any electricity, you know, the electricity, gas prices gone up. You don't have to pay. It's all paid for. Because Jesus is preparing that place for you. And it says mansions. Mansions. Amen? And why is he doing? Because he's alive. He raised from the dead. And then we have hope for today. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation. 
because Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead, we live in great expectation. Amen. Are you living in that great expectation? What is that expectation? Yes, one day I will see my Lord face to face. One day I will be with him. But also, same time, you know, living on this earth, we all face challenges and issues and problems in life. And when you face those challenges of life, we live in, in that expectation that God will do the miracle. God will deliver me. God will solve my problems. You know, because the Romans chapter 8 says, the God who raised Jesus, the Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead also works in us. Amen. And then we are justified. Romans 4.25 says, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. It was raised because of our justification. You know, Jesus died, rose again, and book of Hebrews says, he became like a priest, high priest, you know, justifying us, justifying us before the Father so that our sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. So Jesus, when he died on the cross, he was not defeated. It looked like he was defeated, but third day he was raised again to life. And there was that victory. You know, there is an example I would like to share to you. This was in 1815, after the Battle of Waterloo, in June 1815, all England was waiting for news about the outcome of the campaign, the war. The Duke of Wellington had opposed Napoleon in this battle. Of course, this was the time when there was no telegraph, telephone, or television, or internet, or you know, so the watchers were stationed along the coast to read what it was called the semaphore. You know, that is like a, some kind of flag signals. And they were waiting for the ship to come and they saw, and it was a cloudy and foggy day. And somewhere far, this person who was watching saw the ship. And there was something that was signal and the message read, Wellington defeated, Wellington defeated. And the fog closed in again. And this message was relayed all across England and the nation was gripped by discouragement and defeat. Hours later, the fog was lifted up and this messenger could clearly read the message that was relayed. And it said, Wellington defeated the enemy. Yes. And that's what happened. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, the message read, Jesus was defeated. Or Jesus defeated. But on the third day, the message read, Jesus defeated. Satan and death. And that's why we are here together worshiping God. Amen. And what does this all message of Easter or 
about resurrection of Jesus speaks about. It speaks to us You know, in 1 John 5, 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Our faith. This morning, I don't know where you are in your faith with Jesus or in your walk with the Lord. Maybe you are in a place where you do not know Jesus. Maybe you're in that place where you're cold or lukewarm. And maybe there are times when you, maybe you have gone through a lot of discouragements and failures in your life. And you're in a place, you're just living this Christian life for the sake of living. But let me tell you this. The scripture says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Faith on the resurrected Lord. Faith on the power of God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. You know. And I want to encourage you this morning and say this. Doesn't matter what you're going through, what challenges you're going through, or where you are at. Ask God, Lord, fill me with that faith. Help me, Lord, to believe in the resurrected, resurrection power of Jesus Christ. You know, Paul, he says that I may know him and the power of resurrection. Amen. And today you are here in this place, not because of your will, because God had purposed and planned for you to be here. And God has a purpose and plan for your life. And he wants you to have that overcoming faith. Amen. Because Jesus Christ has been raised again to life. Shall we say together, Jesus Christ is risen again. Can you say that with conviction? Amen. Amen. You know why I'm saying this? If you just deeply think about the resurrection of Jesus, it is powerful. It is powerful. You know, because we hear this every year about Easter and resurrection. And, you know, when you ponder and think deeply in your life, it is very powerful. And that's why Paul, he says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. When you know the power of resurrection, I'm telling you, your life will be a life of miracle. Your life will be a life of breakthroughs. Nothing can stop you. And this is what overcomes is our fate. Amen? Amen. Amen.